Hello and welcome to the ESG Fitness Podcast. The aim of this podcast is to help you think, learn and grow and hopefully smile and laugh on the way too. My aim here is to break down your barriers to taking action and provide you with evidence-based diet and exercise information in a fun and interesting way. I hope I nail that and I hope you enjoy. If at any point you are enjoying this and you think, wouldn't it be great to work with Emma? You can head to esgfitness.co.uk to find out more information. Without further ado, because I hate long introductions, here is this episode. Hello and welcome to the December intake of Commit to Six. Um, This is very exciting. First of all, I'd like to congratulate people who are starting in December because I think that's usually a time where people put things off. And interestingly, I think it's probably in many ways the best time to start, not just because now is always the best time to start if you have a goal, but also because it's a time where you're likely to have quite a lot of distractions, quite a lot of social events and our whole ethos and the whole reason that we get such good results that people can actually maintain is that we teach people how to live their life, how to go to social events, how to enjoy themselves, live their life to the fullest, while also making choices that are in line with their goals. So they're getting results while not putting their life on hold, essentially, which is usually what chokes people up. So I actually think December is a really good time to navigate that. And if you can do it in December, like the rest of the year is a bit of a cruise. And then interestingly, so after this, I have another podcast with one of my clients who's been with me a year and she's got some of the best results I've I've ever had with clients, especially from like a mindset perspective. She started 17th of December. After that, I've got uh, two people from Commit to Six that are going to come on. Both, well, actually, I know one of them started in December. I can't remember when Dawn started. But anyway, some of the people with the best results start in December because they're not putting things off. So well done for being here. Well done. I totally agree. Like, I think this it's a, like most people would be like there's no point starting now I'm going to wait until January but these people who are on commit to six commit to six miss um it's not called that by the way I've just made that up um now. <laughs> you guys are 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 the one percent you guys are the ones who are like no I'm going to do things differently I need this accountability and yeah as Emma said it totally sets you up for any other situation that's coming in your life Yeah. And I think what's been interesting talking to people, I guess, for the last 10 years, realistically, but people often think that they need to start coaching when they have nothing on. It's like, oh, and it comes from good intention. It's normally I want to start when I can give it my all for the next six weeks or whatever. And I think they think about coaching wrong, not only because the reasons I just said about fitting it around your life, not putting your life on hold. But also the whole point in coaching is that we join your team to make your life easier, to support you towards your goals. Now, actually, if you're busy, if you've got a lot on, if you're supporting a ton of other people, that's the best time to get a coach. Like that's when you need a coach. That's when you need more support. So that's something to remember as well. Okay, right. I said I had a question for you all, all three of us, um, which actually has nothing to do with Commit to Six, but... (laughs) yesterday I was thinking about it and I was like oh that is a biggie question it's probably more appropriate for AFM but anyway 
Do you feel like someone else with your exact skill set and abilities could achieve more than you currently are? Oh, that's <laughs> right. So, right, no, Andy, you go first. Currently, no. <laughs> you don't think they could? No. Oh, good. I'm, then Andy's I'm, nailing it. I'm working Mars off at the moment. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm away at Christmas, and I'm desperately need of a. Um, a break like I'm at the point now where I'm starting to flag and it's oh. going to it's come at a nice time when I'm going to get away um, just because I'm trying I'm, well I'm obviously I, I'm refurbing a house and stuff at the moment as well so currently with my skill set and everything else I'm doing I'm at 100% of what I can physically manage if I try to put any more in my personal life will fail or start to falter Um I'll probably take the eye off the ball with other parts of business. Um, I have got some plans for 2023 that I've been working on as well. And yeah, no, I think I'm I'm like not boasting, but I think I'm pretty well, pretty well nailing it at the moment. And it's Aww, it's about just keeping things simple for me. Like, you know, the we when I'd obviously I've done AF mentors with you, Emma, and you know, we constantly bounce back and forth with each other. I don't I there's not really any more that I can put out there for myself to actually, because otherwise I'm going to, it'll be me that takes the fall. So I need to, you need to kind of look after yourself in certain points. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. It, and you are attributing, well, okay, You then you've got to ask, because this question to me triggers, am I putting my efforts in the right places, not how hard am I yeah. working? And it sounds like you've got great balance and you've got a lot going on in your life, but you're you have the perspective to be like, ah, oh, if I push harder in this area, this area is gonna like pay for that. And that's like a good perspective to have. But I always think, I would say, especially with us three and anyone else that like, isn't afraid of hard work, it's more about where you're putting your focus. That's the issue as opposed to like how hard you're working. And like, I'm awful for just like starting loads of different things and putting loads of effort into all of them. But realistically, if I focused my effort, I would do so much better. <laughs> so when <laughs> when like I asked myself that question, I was like, no, probably not. Like, I or wait, what was the question? Do you think they could achieve more than what you currently are? Yeah, I think they could. Like, I think with more yeah. focus, probably. Yeah, I I totally agree. Like, because the question was with your was it with your skill set and do you feel like with your skill set and abilities someone else could achieve more than you currently are oh ab absolutely like I one of the, one of my favorite things about myself actually I just want to say as well one of my favorite things about Andy is how you are so secure in yourself that you can actually confidently give that answer um, and I totally believe you and I totally agree with you as well so sometimes like if I'm feeling not quite sure of of my of what I'm going to do next I just ask what would Andy do and I'm like, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's go on it. Um, like, I mean, I love that you've you're you've tried you're putting your hand into stand up comedy. I think that's like one of the most scariest things that a person could possibly do, and you are doing it, and I love that. And yeah, I, I think it's also important to recognize when you need to take a break, um, because like we're all so in this like work twenty four hours, three hundred sixty five days a year, and it's really important to recognize that you need some time off and I love that but in answer to your question for myself like one of my favorite things about myself is that I don't ever feel like 
um I'm totally there yet like I feel like there's always space for me to get better um and I and I'll always ask for help and I'll always try and find the answer but then you're right it does mean that I've kind of got a bit of a monkey brain like I've got all these ideas and I want to do them all at the same time whereas if I really like sat down and organized my time focused my efforts then yeah a hundred percent like there's nothing really holding you holding me back there's not nothing holding any of us back um it's just it's just like you I don't know sometimes I think like if I sat down and looked at myself now two years ago I would not imagine that I'd be where I am and I and I wonder if that's if that it's a good thing or a bad thing like I think a lot of the things in my life have just sort of like the like a good thing happens and it's just been like an idea that came to me that day and I've like chased it a little bit um yeah what what do you think about that do you think that like it's it a good interesting thing it, like it I have way more and I mean you're the same like we have way more ideas than we could ever actually implement <laughs> yeah so what I've started trying to do is like sit on it for a week and if I'm still excited mm. about it but I do worry that because like I think one of the reasons that I get so much done is because I'm really action oriented. So if I've got an idea, like by the end of the day, we'll have already started working yep. on it. Yeah. Whereas I think if you dampen that, like maybe you don't get the same result. Saying that, that worked really well when I had a lot more time. But the kind of further on you get, the more you have to start saying no to things. So right at the start, and I think this is where like the advice of like what got you here won't get you there. Like mm. right at the start, when I first became a coach, I was like, yeah, I'll try everything. I'll speak at every event, every opportunity I have, I'm going to say yes to, because who knows what will happen. I'll meet everyone, blah, blah, blah. I can't do that anymore. So then you have to be a little bit more picky with how you're spending your time. And I think that's like, becomes like a different model to work around. Um, I think that, I think that's also a skill though. I think it's a skill being able to work out um, what you need where you need to put focus like alongside obviously stuff like business like shona you you've got a you've got a mum you're a mum sorry you're like, <laughs> i do also have a mum but you are a mum like you yeah. have we i think i think so many people attribute what are you doing now to purely just work and that's not how it is life doesn't work like that and that's something that people in commit to six need to realize that training the nutrition, all the little habits are all different part. They all play different parts in in your life, and they should fit in. And there should be no there's there's going to be some give and take, but there's no massive sacrifice. So like, if I had a business, I like I'll I'll be honest with you. I was I was I was in the midst of opening a commercial gym, uh, like big time, properly like pure gym size gym, um, and I've canned it. I've canned it one because I foresaw something coming down the line after COVID, um, which is obviously the power, like powers trebled and stuff. So, like I was like, I, I just decided, you know what, I need to put my focuses elsewhere. Um, and also, do I really want to go back to working eighteen hour days? When I started, when I opened my studio, I was when I was doing the studio, I was also working full time, so I was doing. 10 clients during the day and I was going and doing six hours um, getting the studio refurbed. Do I really want to go back and do that again? No, because I've got other priorities in life. Like I've got a wife, I've got a dog, we've, you know, we've got a house that we want to, to, to make better, you know? So I think 
you know, we need to, I think the, the ha happiness in life doesn't come from the work that you're doing. It comes from everything. So the work that you're doing, the people you have around you that you can spend time with, I think it's a whole host of stuff. And it's, um, I think we kind of forget that. And certainly a lot of the sort of, not say, you're not like this, Emily, like your business coaching, but so many of these business coaches that are pushing shite, basically, are pretty much telling people that they could be working 24 hours a day. Um, well, that's great. But what happens if you've got a family? What happens if you've got other priorities in life? Like, do they, do they, what happens? Do they just disappear? Because they don't, don't, your family don't just suddenly piss off unless you work 24 hours a day and then they will piss off because they don't want to spend time with you because you're not there. So, do you know what's ironic that, so I've, this is going to turn into like an advert for AF Mentors, but um, since starting with AF Mentors, my, I feel like I am spending more time with my family and, and spending more quality time. Um, and I think that's just because I'm learning how to focus my efforts and I'm learning how to um, time block properly and I'm learning how to set boundaries. And because like you, I've invested in myself, I value my time so much more. And that's in all areas. So whether that's business, whether that's personal life, whether that's like friendships and all that. Um, so that's that's kind of not a thing that I expected would happen, but it's a really nice side effect. So yeah, I, I, it's a big lesson to learn, especially in this industry, isn't it? Yeah, and I think what you're describing is like being intentional with your time on and working and being intentional with your time off because it's yeah. so easy. And we kind of spoke about this, you were like talking about your morning routine and how actually for you, like with a young child, like it doesn't really look the same as what other people might have and the same mm -hmm. constraints and stuff. But actually being like, no, I'm going to be present for these hours while we're together. And then when he goes off to nursery, I'm present at work instead of yeah. being like on your phone trying to reply to something while you've got Cormac as well. And then you're like always half on and you feel like you've never had rest, but also you've never actually done any work. So mm -hmm. it's like this horrible, unproductive mesh yeah. of not really enjoying things. Whereas if you can be intentional with, hey, I'm turning my notifications off now because I'm with my family. And then, hey, I'm turning like stuff on and I'm working now mm -hmm. and I'm not going to be with my family. You know, like I'm going to be present for work stuff. Yeah, You get so much more done, you're so much more productive. Andy, what you're saying is spot on. And I think how that directly translates to the, the people on Commit to Six. And I mean, this goes for like broadly anything you're doing in life, but this is why we get you to journal. This is why we get you to figure out your values, what's important to you, and then work everything around that. And that's when you'll realize like one of the most common questions we get is like, how do I know when it's right for me to come to maintenance? And it isn't a specific body fat percentage. It's like, sure, we want you in a healthy range for health reasons. But outside of that, it's more to do with how that balances with your family. Like, is it worth it to you to make more compromises to lose body fat? Or are you actually at a point where you're happy with the balance that you have? Mm -hmm. And then it comes back to being realistic with the results that you want. And like what you were talking about with work and like how much you'd have to work. Sure, if you want a massive business, sorry, but you will have to work more. And yeah. you know that will come with sacrifices. Like if you want something extreme, same with like, if you want to compete on a bodybuilding stage, that will come with sacrifices. If you want to get into a healthy body and feel better, you yeah. can make some compromises around your life and get there, but any extreme will re require sacrifice. So I think it's unrealistic when people are like, hey, you can do a four hour work week and build a business that's making millions a year. Like very freaking unrealistic. What you might be able to do is 
work your ass off to get there. And then once you've got there, do a four hour work week to maintain that. But same with like your fitness, right? If you want to just get in shape and lose a bit of fat, you do not need to sacrifice anything. I would strongly recommend that you don't, but you will need to make compromises. If you're like, I want to get absolutely shredded, that requires sacrifice. Extremes require sacrifice. And then I think that comes back to having import, like the importance of having realistic expectations because otherwise you're just pissed off all the time. Like have, if you only want to put in this much work, only expect this much result. Mm. Yeah, definitely. All right. I mean, great chat. So uh, motivational, I love it. The you other thing- cl- that... Click that and put it in your AF Mentors podcast. Yeah, yeah I know. I should have just put um, the other thing I want to talk about was dieting when you're busy and how most people think that's harder, but I actually think it's easier. Yeah. yeah. And it's I easy. think that most people overeat when they're bored as opposed to mm. events. And yeah. usually it's not the social event. It's not even the three course Christmas dinner that you had and a couple of drinks is going home after eating more feeling crap about yourself the next day so eating even more being hungover so eating some junk and then like letting that spiral it's actually not like the four or five social events that you have in December Mm. it's everything around that and actually being busier kind of helps you not overeat just make sure that your response to that Christmas meal isn't I'm going to go home and eat a tub of Pringles because I went over my calories anyway and okay I had that I enjoyed it let's move on and I was intentional with going there and enjoying that and then moving on from it mm-hmm. yeah I've had a couple I've had, actually not a couple I've had quite a few people over the last couple of weeks talking about it like asking about this as well and I think it's it's because we tie emotion emotion to food like food and food and emotions don't have a don't have a tie-in we make that tie-in as human beings but we also have a slip-up and then beat ourselves up so badly that the first thing that you go and do is just go, fuck it all, and I'm off again. I'm just going to go and eat whatever I want. Like, stop tying, stop t- stop using uh, a slip-up as a as a stick to beat yourself with. A slip-up's a slip-up. Like, we all fail. We've all failed. And between the three of us, the amount of failures we've probably had in, in with business, the gym, everything like that, it's the numbers would be ridiculous. And I'm an old bastard so like I've failed more than everybody um but it's about not using that it's not it's not it's about not letting that stick with you you kind of have to have a little bit of a um rhino hide at times when things like failure pop up because you just kind of need to let it just roll off and go right what can we learn from this um we learn that when I feel like shit my first point is turn to his food so let's try not to make myself feel like shit let's not beat myself up when something goes wrong um so yeah, I think it's um, the emotional side of stuff. Using like a, having a stick to beat yourself with is not a good. It's not a good plan, and it's not going to. Everybody thinks that that's going to guilt you into being getting into better shape. It doesn't. All it does is it guilts you going in the opposite direction. It is interesting, isn't it? Like you get so stuck in the mindset of, well, if I'm nicer to myself, then I'll just let myself overeat all the time. Like if I don't beat myself up after like overeating a little bit on a Christmas night out then I'll just get really lazy and I'll let myself do that all the time and it's interesting because the exact opposite is true actually you beat yourself up then you end up continuously overeating Mm -hmm. and then you end up in a much worse position and 
I think so this is an interesting concept as well that I was thinking about yesterday being fueled by like anger or negativity or self-hate or like I hate the way that my body looks at the moment kind of like it works for a short period of time and then what you'll usually find is you lose motivation when you're at the point that you don't hate the way that you look anymore and then you can never maintain it and you end up in this horrible cycle of yo-yo dieting and you attribute dieting and exercise to something that is inherently negative when actually it is the absolute best thing you can do for your body like there is no better form of self-care than exercise full stop like there isn't so it's strange that we put so much negativity around it and I think so like people's motivation to change we should really try and make sure that that's coming from a place of hey this is an amazing thing I can do for my body versus I hate myself so I'm going to force myself to go to the gym or I'm going to like eat as many uh, sorry as few calories as I possibly can versus how can I fuel myself with the like with the right foods with the right amount of energy i.e your calories to make myself feel my best that is such a more positive and enjoyable approach to dieting versus the the negativity which is going to mean that you will plateau and probably regress and then always have these negative connotations with diet and exercise which as i said should be a positive thing okay right we have a question here <clears throat> from donna that i thought would be interesting and it says, so here's a question. Literally everyone at the moment is saying how knackered they are. I feel it myself. It's a struggle every day to put even one foot in front of the other in some cases. Why do we think this is? We can't all be ill slash busy slash stressed slash sleep deprived, insert other. My initial thought is because we all have had a full year of lockdown and life is relatively normal now. Combine this with usual winter bugs, which are made worse since we've spent time away from each other. I'd be interested to hear your thoughts. Shall I start? Yeah, you go. Okay, so I think, I think one, the cold and the dark play a massive role. So I despise being cold. Like, yeah, me too. It's like the worst thing ever. Yeah, hate it. it it's so bad. And it will I be love being cold. What? And you've never been cold in your life. That's why. That's Honestly. so unfair. I honestly, this time of year is my absolute, it's like dreams oh, for me. Absolute, absolute dreams. No, I can't relate to that in the slightest. So anyway, <laughs> I think it's partly that. And it, it does, like, it does put me in a low mood all day if I'm cold all day. Like, you're constantly, like, a little bit kind of, like, aggravated and, yeah. like, not quite comfortable. So I think there's, there's that. And then, it, like, the sun goes down at three. What? Like... What? No, no, no. So you get up and it's dark. You probably go to work in the dark, spend all day at work and come home and it's dark. Yeah. Like that must impact your mood. So I think it's those two things. And then I also think that this becomes a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy. So if you're looking for it and you're only picking up on other people who are like, oh my God, it's so cold and oh, I can't be bothered anymore and blah, blah, blah. And it's coming to the end of the year and people are kind of letting loose a little bit more. Like if you're looking for that and you're contributing to it, then it's probably like a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy in, in that perspective. And then what you start to look for, you start to see more often. Yeah. So my advice would be like to get up and like cheesy as it is, like choose to be positive because life is <laughs> actually like pretty freaking great. And if you train your brain via doing a bit of journaling and saying what you're grateful for and listing the things that are pretty great, 
then you'll see those positives without having to force it. So initially it requires a little bit of like intentional gratitude. And then after a while, you kind of just start to see those positives. And what I will say is that about, so I'm 10 days into my 30 day little like reset challenge, right? Which isn't like, it's not particularly um, wild or anything. It's just having a bit more structure with food in the day, planning a little bit better, being a little bit stricter with my morning work block and exercising in the morning, getting my steps in and not replacing all my meals with protein bars. Like that's- (laughs) Picking Herbalife. Yeah, I've started it. <laughs> so that's what I've been doing for the last 10 days. And I have had more energy than and done more work, like had a h- much higher workload and have more energy than I think I have in ages. And the only real difference is I think I would attribute mainly to having a set wake up time and a set bedtime. Yeah. Which obviously I... isn't possible for everyone. Yeah. Do you know? my least favorite thing ever is when people complain about being tired like I even made a I made a reel about it because I saw that it was really good oh it's just so irritating it adds absolutely nothing to the conversation it just it just sort of spreads as as Donna says it makes everyone else feel tired and then everyone else is like no I'm actually more tired than you oh no but I got up at half four so I must be more tired than you it just it really really irritates me and it kind of makes me like go in the opposite way so if I like see someone ask me how I am I'm always like I am great I am fabulous I feel good like all that stuff because I think that then like yeah actually I feel good too so if I if someone asks you how do you feel I'm tired yeah I'm really tired too so it it's that sort of it's infectious um do you think sometimes that's like a like, yawn you know yeah you know, like a like, yawn <laughs> Oh, like, how are you? And they're like, oh, I feel really tired. And you're like, and then they're like, how are you? And you're like, oh, absolutely fantastic. You just feel like a bit of a dick, but I just feel like <laughs> Do you know what? Be, what's, be a dick. You, <laughs> That's what it's all about. Can you imagine, like, how funny it would be to hear a conversation where people are being competitively energetic? They were like, I, I feel, feel no, I feel even better. No, I feel so full of energy. Like, how funny that would be. <laughs> Where is normally our workshops on that? (laughs) Like it's like the busy Olympics, right? Like if someone's like, "Oh, you busy? Yeah, you're busy, so busy." And same with being tired. It's like, no, 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 so tired. Like absolutely exhausted all the time. Can barely get up in the morning. Blah blah. blah. Like, but yet whenever like that, the other way. Like I feel. Do you know what? I think I probably feel better than you do. Like had a solid (laughs) eight hours last night. Sleep quality (laughs) off the charts already done a gym session like what have you done today bring out the powerpoint well this is the reasons <laughs> i'm feeling better than you today fuck you you um, want to hear about my morning routine <laughs> no, I, I, I actually I thought... did oh sorry i was just gonna say i did that to emma on friday and all i got was like a few x's in reply <laughs> i was like Hi Emma, I just wanted to tell you about how great my Friday morning has been. And then you like you just went XXX. I was like, okay, sorry. <laughs> what? No, I didn't. I'm gonna look back on our conversation right now. Nah, There's I think no it's, way I... I did that. Oh no way. I didn't put I didn't put that. No, I put love heart eyes. Right, okay, so there you go. <laughs> so, you know, much better. And then I sent you a voice note. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Right. Okay. Emma, just, Emma just putting some context into that. 
I don't want people to think I'm heartless. Okay. Um, Scrooge. We can wrap this up with this was meant to be a welcome, but obviously we've just chatted a bit. Hopefully it was somewhat useful. Um you guys first should... off, watch the goddamn welcome live video intro video because nobody bloody watches it, then asks all loads of questions. Watch the video. Watch the video. Watch the video. Press press play now. Press play. It is a lot better now we've moved from Facebook because yeah. they're prompted to watch it and that prompt keeps popping up until they watch it. It's great. Uh... Yeah. Happy days. Yeah. So once we'll you still watched, get one, <laughs> you should know everything. Um, but obviously, if you have any questions, post in the group, tag us. Something has changed on Mighty Networks. I'm not 100 percent sure what's happened, <laughs> but it's still, like it looks. Fine. A new icon. It's a new icon. It freaked the hell out. I'm like, where yeah. the friggin' hell is this app gone? But it's changed. There's some update. Um, but it looks great. So, yeah, I don't know. Does anyone have any um, top tips? We are going to come back this week, hopefully all of us, and do our top tips for, it's going to say surviving the festive period by fucking... <laughs> <laughs> top tips, but, but like how to approach these things. And I think actually most of the mental frameworks that we'll talk about will be applicable like all times of year, but it'd be nice to get like each coach's perspective and how different people approach it. So we will do that this week and apart from that get excited about the changes you can make before the end of the year and then also starting 2023 feeling freaking incredible and santa coming yes of course <laughs> okay thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. ciao thank you as ever for your time and attention If you want to talk to me about coaching or if you want to find out more about how to work with me, head over to esgfitness.co.uk. There is also lots of free information on the website and some worksheets, which I hope you will find useful. If you've enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear from you. Please tag me in your stories at esgfitness or shoot me a message. And if you think you know anyone who would enjoy this episode, why not share it with them? Thanks, guys.